Welcome to the What the Gurus podcast for the weekend of June 11, 2022. Coming back at you for the look at the lower contiguous 48 United States. The current weather map and satellite map shows clear skies and conditions throughout much of the country. Just scattered popcorn showers showing up here. Nothing severe at the moment, but we do have some showers extending into southern Georgia, northern Florida, and also up in the upper Midwest uh, into Indiana, Ohio, and the Ohio Valley as well as some showers extending into the Canadian province of Ontario, uh, just north of Toronto, all the way up through Sudbury, Ontario, uh, on the Trans-Canadian Highway. So these showers will continue to make their impact throughout the night. Heat wave is the name of the game for the next few days. A warmth, a buckle in the jet stream will continue to bring warm temperatures from Sunday, Monday, Tuesday into Wednesday. It will remain stormy and unsettled in the Pacific Northwest as the Pineapple Express, a mini Pineapple Express of moisture continues to impact Seattle, Portland, Eugene, Oregon, and into the Intermountain West from Boise, Idaho, down to Pocatello, and on into uh, Upper uh, Montana as well. Uh, torrential downpours and weather news continues to cause flooding problems around New Orleans. Uh, they had a tropical system, uh, sort of. It wasn't named or anything. It was just a system that brought a lot of torrential rain, uh, three to five inches of rain to the New Orleans area from Lake Charles to New Orleans up through uh, Lafayette, Shreveport, um, and brought just heavy rain in Metairie, Louisiana. Flooded I-10 um, there coming into Louisiana there. More than five inches of rain reported in just 12 hours there um, as of Friday. And that can create problems as the city lies below sea level. And the pumps, the drainage pumps are working extra hard there in New Orleans East. Um, you know, much of New Orleans, as you know, is five to ten, pe- ten feet below sea level, making the city prone to flooding. Uh, Metairie picked up 3.55 inches. The front, lakefront airport picked up five and a half inches of rain. The lower ninth ward picked up just about three and a quarter inches of rain there. And so that continues to cause flooding problems there that they're dealing with today on Saturday and Sunday. Many cars were left stranded. Many rescues was going on as of the local time there. Death Valley tops 120 degrees as scorching heat bakes the southwest. We continue to see uh, record heat temperatures early on. The official start of meteorological summer is not until June 21st, as you know. I meant the astrological summer is June 21st. Um, and Death Valley temperatures already exceeding 120 degrees or 46 degrees Fahrenheit over there easily. So, guys, please, if you're in the desert southwest, anywhere from Phoenix to El Paso, Texas, um, on up to the Death Valley in California and the Coachella Valley, temperatures will be exceeding 115 to 120 degrees for the next three days all the way through Thursday of this week, of this upcoming week. So, please take caution if you are in that area now they're saying also weather is to blame for shortage of the popular sriracha hot sauce because of the drought out in the desert southwest new mexico and texas uh the sriracha chili pepper sauce that normally gets chili sauce that normally gets produced out there in urbandale california is on hold they had to put it on pause because um the peppers uh the crop failure of the spring chili harvest for many of these chilies peppers <clears throat> to make the sriracha sauce, excuse me, at, at the factory there in Irwindale, California, uh, they didn't get a good crop, and it was down because of the heat. Yeah, they're facing a severe shortage of chili peppers now. So sriracha production has been put on hold until the fall. Uh, the company, the California-based company, sources this chili peppers from various farms in California, New Mexico, and Mexico, all of which is affected by rising temperatures and a historic drought. So if you need to stock up on your sriracha chili sauce peppers, uh, I'll switch to Chick-fil-A sauce if you, if you can't, that gets bad enough <laughs> this season. But that's going to be tough. Now, 
Uh, we also have the Atlantic Hurricane season. We're ended eleven days into the ten day uh, eleven days into the Atlantic Hurricane season, and uh, we don't have anything at the moment. The tropics are quiet. Uh, a few little disturbances, uh, thunderstorms in the Caribbean basin, but nothing of note. But there is dust. The Saharan dust is picking up on the satellite, affecting the Caribbean islands, the lower Antilles, the lesser Antilles. And we have Saharan dust moving on the Cuban mainland into the Yucatan Peninsula. So, But it is bringing nice sunsets to the Gulf Coast. But however, this Saharan dust is going to help to inhibit the tropical development in that area. But in the eastern Pacific, we do have a second storm that could spin up in the eastern Pacific as of Monday or Tuesday of this week. Uh, we have the eastern Pacific hurricane season began earlier on May 15th. And we already had one storm, Attica, Hurricane Agatha, that hit southwestern Mexico around the Wasaka area state. Um, now we have another area with this gyro. We have the Central American gyro, this enhanced area of low pressure extending from Mexico down through Guatemala, Belize, and over toward um, South America. The Central American gyro is producing a series of tropical waves that's going to produce local flash flooding, mudslides, and rough seas. So as possible as the gyre crosses the area into the eastern Pacific, the another system could organize as there's low wind shear, warm waters, and abundance of moist, unstable air, typically. So we have to wait and see if this potential system develops. But they're saying that there's a high chance of development, over 50%, um, anywhere from on the southwestern Mexico coast to develop um, along that area there. And it should be moving north and northwest uh, to the south of Cabo San Lucas. So we're going to see what happens on intensity as this system can and how full it develops. Uh, we'll have to see on Sunday night into Monday morning if there's anything that's going to be developing. If not, it'll be the next name storm, which will be the B storm, which will be her, uh, Blas. B-L-A-S. Blas is the next name on the Eastern Pacific star, no, names. Uh, but regardless of whether it develops or not, mudslides and heavy rain is expected from Mexico in the southwestern of Mexico and central Mexico. So be very careful, those folks out there. Now, severe weather will continue to make its impact in the central U.S., anywhere from Nebraska, Kearney, Nebraska, up through the Dakotas, on the western side of the Black Hills there of South Dakota, North Dakota. We have severe weather will continue. Now, most of this has to do with big hail threats um, into the Dakotas and Minneapolis uh, St. Paul, the Twin Cities. Isolated tornadoes are possible, but large hail and flash flooding and damaging straight line wind gusts up to 100 miles an hour are possible in this region. The thin line from Aberdeen, South Dakota, to Minneapolis, Minnesota, and on through the Chicago, east of Chicago, into the Great Lakes area. So it's possible. There's a moderate risk on the severe weather scale. It's a three out of five risk um, that this could happen. So what we're looking for is mostly damaging straight line gusts and large hail and flash flooding. Some tornadoes are possible, but uh, this far north in the jet stream, we don't anticipate severe instability um, on the Torcon scale. It's probably like a three or four, so it's not like high out of ten, but there is a chance that you could spend, see an isolated spin-up or something of that nature. So continue to be vigilant. This is a look at your lower 48 United States weather forecast for this weekend of June 11, 2022. I thank you for joining me. I'll see you in the next episode.